I'm Jim Collison, and live from the Gallup campus here in Omaha, Nebraska, this is Gallup's Theme Thursday, recorded on March 13th, 2014. Theme Thursday is a new series as we dive deep into the Clifton Strengths Finder themes one at a time. Actually, the genesis of this uh, came from you in the chat room, so we appreciate that. Today's theme is Activator, and if you'd like to live tweet with us during the show, a new thing that we're going to try uh, here on Theme Thursday with the, the live tweets, just use the hashtag at CSF, that's Clifton Strengths Finder, at, oh, I'm sorry, not at, but hashtag CSF chat, all one word, hashtag, and I'll drop that in the chat room as well. CSF, that's right, Jeremy chat. We like that. If you have questions or comments or contributions during the show, we also have a live chat room available. It's right below the video window uh, over at coaching.gallup.com live. And if you're listening to the recorded version of this and you have questions, you can just easily email those to us, coaching at gallup.com. Don't forget to visit the Gallup Strength Center for all your coaching resources. That's just gallupstrengthcenter.com and you can take the assessment there. You can actually buy multiple codes if you want to buy them for your family out at the gallopstrengthcenter.com. You can also catch the video on both streaming and downloadable audio for offline listening, and we'll have an iTunes link here in the next 30 days for you of all the shows, including the past ones, out at coaching.gallop.com. All right, let me quick introduce a couple guests to you, and then we'll bring Kurt on as well, my partner in Called the Coach, and a guy that uh, we like to see each and every week, Jeremy Petrosini. Jeremy, how are you? I'm well, Jim. Thanks. Really excited about uh, today, man. He's gonna be he's gonna be great. Likewise, uh, sitting next to him, uh, we're all in Omaha today, and a guest on the show. He is an activator, and uh, and a friend of Jeremy, and that is Tyler McCarthy. Tyler is McCarty. Is it McCarthy or McCarty? I'm sorry. McCarty, but you call me whatever you want. All right, well, we'll call <laughs> you. Just Tyler. get it started. Just get it <laughs> yeah, started. let's go. Come on. We'll I was ready Tyler. ten minutes ago. What are we waiting on? All right, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And no, then, of course, our host today is Kurt Leesfeld. Kurt works as an advanced learning and development consultant. Kurt, I didn't know yet advanced until I looked you up on our on our uh, system here uh, with Gallup. He's here on He's the river deal. with me and Jeremy. He is a big deal, and maybe. <laughs> Maybe an activator because he got this all going. Kurt, how are you? I'm doing terrific, Jim. It's great to be here. By the way, I'm not an activator. All right. Kurt, I what need, are your top I five? I need activators. Kurt, I have, we'll, yeah, we'll I have responsibility, relator, maximizer, learner, and analytical. Very but cool. I'm more reactive than proactive, and so I, I need activator. I'm married to an activator, actually. Okay. Very <laughs> cool. And Tyler, your activator comes in at? Number one? Activator is number one. Correct. Number one. Very good. Jeremy, where does it stand? Is it in yours? What? I don't even know what we're talking about. Activ <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's kind of in the middle middle of the pack. All right. Number five for me. So that's uh, that's where we stand. Kurt, let's get things kicked off. I know we've got some um, stuff that we want to roll through to kind of cover uh, you know, to kind of cover the bases on this theme, why don't you start a little bit with the genesis of this idea? Why are we doing this uh, with this theme Thursday? Well, I think here's here's the reason why we're doing this. These these themes are really kind of at the core of this language. We often say this is a strengths-based language, and uh, we we really want people to kind of understand the vocabulary. And um, <clears throat> and to be honest with you, it's it's kind of a challenging thing. There's not just three or four different themes, there's 34 different themes, and so uh, we just want to help people get some real clarity around each theme. We're gonna, That's why we're just going to focus on one each time so that we really can one by one kind of build some clarity around these themes. It's a little bit like uh, 
a chef who, who really doesn't understand all of the different ingredients that go into a dish, if they don't understand what this ingredient brings, they're probably not going to be as good a chef as they, as they can be. So we really want everybody to understand all 34 ingredients and, and the value that they bring. So that's basically why we're doing it. Very cool. Um, and so today's activator, and I know we want to dig in a little bit on you've got some things prepared to talk through that. So why don't you, let's get us started at the top and work our way down. Jeremy, I know you just dive in here as we as we uh, we cover this theme. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, one of the things, Kurt, and we'll just kind of let you, you plow through this, but I know um, there's people out there who have studied our themes for a while, understand all 34, the complexity of them, been coaching others, and others who are still trying to figure out what do these words mean, you know, why did Gallup make up half of these words, what, what are we trying to talk about? So tell us just a little bit about Activator. Yeah, and I think for all of these themes, these are recurring patterns of how people think, act, or feel. So in other words, they happen automatically. It's not like people are trying to do these things. It just happens. And so the recurring pattern of activator is that uh, these are people that just have this internal sense of urgency. Um, that, and it's this internal sense of urgency, this desire to get started that pushes them and it really pushes other people to act. They, I just kind of realized I think this, this, is, the, uh, this is the hate to wait theme. These people really hate to wait. They, they really want to get started. Let's do something now. So it's this, this urgency that you, you feel. And I, I, I mentioned this. Uh, I'm married to an activator. We've been married for 40-plus years. And I often tell people I have done a lot more things uh, in my life because I've been married to To tell you the truth, I might not even be at Gallup if it were not for her. She really... Uh, kind of pushed me at some points in my life and in career, and uh, so it's that push, and I would call that a very productive push, by the way. So, so that's at the core. It's not like Achiever about getting stuff done. It's about getting stuff started. So, so words that I sometimes use to kind of um, nouns to describe an, a, a, an activator, besides that word activator, are things like catalyst, uh, someone who's a starter, a mm -hmm. launcher. I mean, I like the metaphor of a launch because it's like launching a rocket. In order for a rocket to get off the ground, to kind of escape the gravitational pull, it takes a lot of momentum, a lot of power and energy, and that's what that's what people with Activator are really good at launching things. Um, they're pushers. Another thing that I've been thinking about recently is they are opportunists. I think at the core of activators are people who don't want to miss the chance, mm -hmm. miss the moment. It's like there's this window, and it's a small window usually for activators. I don't want to miss the opportunity. So, so that kind of is just how I see activator as I talk to people who have it and as I've observed people. Yeah, and I think you, you mentioned this, Kurt, but you know when we look at when we look at all 34 themes and put them into the four domains, I mean this this one really does fall primarily in that influencing theme. That these are people that make make things happen. But I know you've you've done a lot too, and and even with some of your Twitter feeds, you've talked about just because we have the ability to make things happen, there's still a difference between every one of these themes, specifically here with Activator, between a raw and mature stage, right? So talk a little bit talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, I mean when you think about 
pushing, I mean, to some degree, if you're in a crowd and people keep pushing you, it's kind of annoying sometimes. I, pushing can be annoying, but I think that's the, that's the challenge that people with Activator have, is how do I push people in a way that moves them forward and that does not annoy them? I think yeah. it's the combination of both of those things. Uh, I was just my wife is kind of changing her role a little bit. She she was in a in a in a, in a sales role, and when you're in a sales role, you have to be proactive. You have to be thinking about okay, what am I going to do to generate business? And and she's she's kind of moving out of that, and she she realized that she was sitting around the other day, and she's thinking, you know, I'm not I'm not pushing ahead here. I don't have to push ahead, and it's like her activator was not being utilized, so I think she's going to come up with a bunch of stuff for me to do now. (laughs) (laughs) All she needs to do is get you to say yes, right, and then your responsibility (laughs) kicks in. Yeah, but I I think you're right. I think that's the challenge of Activator. How do I push people in a way that, uh, that feels good to them and gets the results that I have? Yeah, I, I like that, where it's pushing intentionally versus impulsively. Yeah, right? It's kind absolutely. of thought through versus just go, 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 are you done yet? But there's really some thinking, some self-regulation involved to them productively making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think uh, how I kind of talk about raw, raw activator, I said pushes impulsively, impatiently, indiscriminately, and selfishly, whereas someone who Mm. has more mature activator, they push intentionally, urgently, relevantly. I mean, there's a time and a place to push sometimes, and there's a time and a place not to push, and then also pushing altruistically. How do I push for the benefit of others or for something beyond myself? Yeah. So that's the kind of range that you can see, and I think that the challenge is how do I move toward the uh, the more mature side or move toward the uh, the the balcony side of of activator. Yeah, Kurt, I love well, the the way you use the word opportunist in there. That's yeah. That's a, that's a word I've used for myself a lot, and and never even realized that it um it was it would fit in with this strength. But I do see myself as an activator, and when I'm activating. Taking advantage, I always say if the door, I don't push the door open if it's closed, but if it cracks, man, I push through it, right? I take advantage of the opportunities as they arrive and and move constantly waiting for those things to happen and then jumping at them as soon as they do. So I appreciate you saying that word, opportunist. You know, I think one of the things that why why people with Activator can be opportunists is, is they don't wait. They, there's, this, the, there's this phrase that says, strike while the iron is hot. There is a, a, a yeah. uh, an ultimate time or kind of a, a a key moment, and so they really take advantage of those opportunities. I, I was in a nursery one time, and I read a sign on the wall, and the sign said, the best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago. <laughs> the second best time to plant a tree is now. And I think that's what an opportunist, they, they, they don't think about what they miss, they think about what can I do now that's going to get something started. So I, I think that's a great picture of what, what activators do. I, 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 I'm going to plant a tree today. I'm going to do something now that's going to get something good started. But I think there are a lot of people who have difficult starting things in life. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt I was going to say, I mean, I, I think that's, that's one of those things that having activators on the team well, for somebody that has that, they don't have to think about starting. It's just what they naturally do. But I want to go back that that um, kind of that maxim you use: strike while the iron's hot. I know when when I've had the f- opportunity to kind of co-lead with you with these public training courses. So again, where we're 
training. Our goal is to get to a point where we have a million external coaches. Um, every time you use one of these maxims, somebody's writing down, Kurt, give me, give me more on that. So what are, what are some of the other ones that you've thought through when you think specifically about Activator? What sure. are some of the things that just kind of we might hear Activator say? It seems like a lot of maxims activators must have said. <laughs> this yeah. is a kind of a, a maxim truism kind of, uh, there's a lot of stuff here. Uh, like maybe you've heard the phrase, he who hesitates is lost. I think maximizers don't hesitate. Remember, they hate to wait. So they are they strike while the iron is hot. I'm, I mean, I've heard this one before. Never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Mm. I think that's an activator probably mm -hmm. said that sometime. I mean, that's the one that my wife often tells me. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have some themes that cause me to wait, that cause me to, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I think there's a time and a place to wait, but uh, that would be another one. Um, the early bird gets the worm is another one. Um, speed is of the essence. So those are all what I would call I think an activator probably said that. Yeah. And um, now it's interesting in our database. I think there is like um, I think only 11% of our database of about 10 million people have activator in their top five. Yeah. So you think about one out of approximately every 10 people. So uh, on a team, typically there might not be a lot of activator it, and it it only may take it only might take one actually <laughs> you know someone who's who's pushing and it's how do i push without being pushy mm. how do i push without being perceived as being pushy yeah I, I often wonder and i'm 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 of the mind too where i've got a lot of strategic thinking themes so I often wonder how many great strategic thinking conversations meetings roundtables are happening around the world but we don't have an activator at the table that at the end of the meeting we say, great, let's go do it. So do we yeah. think the world hunger, but the next month we got together, nobody nobody was fed because we just talked about it. Yeah, so. or I think when activator is absent, there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of thinking, mm. there's not much action. Mm. And I think I think you need all three of those actually. Let, let me ask you this: just a question from the chat room, real quick. So, guest eighty-seven writes, "I'm interested in the fact that this description for activator is a lot in lot in capital letters, like me. However, it's number twenty-one on my list. Any thoughts on that?" So uh, yeah, I mean, I would like to. I mean, I don't know if I have time to kind of coach this person, but I think there are probably other sources of things that might get you moving. I mean, I think sometimes people. Um, are very, uh, they have values that are important to them and they will act because of the passion or their commitment to some core value. It'll bring a momentum to them. I think that's one that just comes off the top of my mind. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of study, you know. I, I'd want to, if I was coaching this person, I would, I would want to say, okay, tell me about some things you started. Give me, give me a list of the things that you initiated. And uh, and I would I'd like to look at their top five to see if there might be some other themes that contribute. That sometimes people might have woo, which is really about social initiative. It's a little bit different than activator. Activator is more what I call motivational uh, initiative. So it's it's hard to say, but it doesn't surprise me. I, I mean I I think that uh, people find different ways to get things started and to to be kind of pushers of things. Yeah, I was I was gonna chime in there too. I think this is this is what I love that part of part of the intent here too, Kurt, is you'll always talk about 
every one of these themes, when used productively, um, really can be powerful. And you've, you've kind of encouraged coaches out there, myself included, to find that poster child, right? Because we all know somebody that pushes and we go, they're pushy. Leave me alone. Quit telling me to do stuff. You go do it, right? Let me do my thing. But without activators, again, there's a lot that doesn't get done that really could be impactful to, to our teams, to our families, to our communities, to our place of work. Um, so we've got, you know, Tyler McCarty, that's part of why Tyler's on the call today, which, again, it, it might be torture that we've made the activator communication guys sit quiet for 17 minutes. <laughs> but, um, Tyler, I know you and I have obviously gotten to know each other over the years. You had the chance to, to go through part of um, Gallup's EAS, the Entrepreneur Acceleration System, so with local entrepreneurs or 200 entrepreneurs here in Nebraska, um, we've continued to come alongside them. Some of you out there know or are aware of our new Entrepreneurial Strength Finder tool, so we would use that tool to identify um, entrepreneurs like Tyler, uh, one of his business partners that was able to come um, through our program, but Activator number one, you obviously are a starter, um, and I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit of your story and, and to let you and Kurt kind of dialogue around that, because I think this will let people see really what does Activator look like in action. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me, guys. And you stole my punchline, Jeremy. I was just going to say we're 19 minutes into this conversation. <laughs> I said a word. Hate to uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I, uh, I started my first business when I was uh, 23 years old. Um, I had one job. I had one real job in my life. Uh, that didn't end so well. And I thought the only way for me to make this happen is kind of make my own way. So I started a, a construction a design build company. Stuck with that for a while and. Uh, Kind of fell into a new um, a new market in in production. So in the last four or five years, I've been building um, a production company uh, that originally started as uh, as a wedding photographer and a wedding cinematographer, which sounds uh, grotesque, but uh, that was kind of <laughs> that was that was our that was our thought was hey there's there's a market to bring some real artistic talent to this horrible wor world of wedding videos which uh, are just unwatchable and so we said someone's got to be able to do this better and so that's what we started out to do and that has morphed into a few other things over the years yeah and I think that the cool part about hearing part of that story and Kurt again you can chime in with some of this too of what mm -hmm. what you're hearing of Tyler's activator but you've you've found ways that you've been able to start things that are productive and I think even the big piece of saying when you think about a poster child you think about somebody that what does this theme look like powerful you know used in a powerful way you know Gallup's biggest research project right now of, of studying what the world needs is we know that what people want is a good job and so that need of job creation the need of people to start things that um, you know we always say an entrepreneur is somebody who takes an idea and turns it into a customer and you've been able to do that since you know your early 20s but you're crediting that activator to that so Kurt what else would you, you yeah, add or it, what other questions do you have that I would just, about? just add to that that um, you know I don't think activator is the only entrepreneurial theme but I bet it's a pretty important entrepreneurial theme and one that uh, many times we're gonna find that people have I think the other thing that I you know um, hear about uh, hear from Tyler when he talks about his activator he acts he acts he talks about kind of falling into this kind of uh, uh, build and design company I don't know how you fall into that other than if you're kind of aware of your surroundings he's got adaptability as number two I, I think that's a really good 
I, that's what I would call an opportunistic kind of set of themes, those two together especially, because he's got this, I want to get started now, but he's also got this adaptability that really makes him aware of what's going on around him. He talks about the market. You know, there's a market for building here. I know what's going on around me, or I've seen these really bad wedding videos. <laughs> I think I can do something about that. And so I think that he really kind of fits that opportunistic kind of um, person here who's, who's, who sees what's going on around, makes some evaluation, and then kind of say, okay, we can do better. Let's get started. And it's not just I want to get started. That's something else I want to kind of really emphasize about this activator. It's not just I want to get started or I want to launch this. It's in that influence package. Mm -hmm. It's let's get started. It's, mm -hmm. It really involves other people, and, and I think to some degree, I think activators know they need to have other people around them because they are really good at kind of creating the initial uh, spurt of energy that, that starts something, but they know that, that it's going to take more than that to kind of keep that momentum continuing. And I think that's one of the things that activators probably have to give some thought to, uh, okay, what else might I need? Who might I need to rely on? Mm -hmm. um, and so, like you mentioned, strategic. I think strategic is a great partner for activators because uh, they're ready to go and they might say, hey, there's a road. I think I'll take that one. And a strategic person could help an activator consider the initial path that they take. You know, And, and I think to some degree, activators do that by trial and error more than by thinking about it. Okay, I'm going to try this and that doesn't work too well. And to some degree, that maybe is, Tyler, what you did. You kind of, by trial and error, you kind of found this, uh, this video niche. Started with uh, building, moved into something else, and so. But it could be that if you would have thought about this, and I'm not suggesting you should have done that, but it, if you would have kind of given some thought to your passions, things you're interested in, you might have maybe gotten onto that video track even quicker which I think you'd like. Yeah, and Tyler, Tyler, talk about, because Kurt, I think what you're hitting on too is that raw versus mature, right? So when you begin to partner with other themes or other people, um, I know you've got stories, Tyler. Activator, you went to buy a dishwasher and your wife ended up with a whole new kitchen, right? Which, that was not yeah. your intent. <laughs> but, yeah. That's probably but, her intent. <laughs> right. But talk about, talk about how you've experienced it as an activator, that raw side or what you listen to Kurt talk about the first bit of the call to where you've seen it really be most productive. Yeah, I, I resonate with that. Um, my, like I said, my first job, I, I got hired as a senior in college, and for the first few years after school, I was in the nonprofit world. And I, I got brought on as a fairly large nonprofit. Um, I was on a team with five or six other guys, had a very specific role. And then over the years, all you know, five other of these guys had dropped off. It was just, just myself. I was still maintaining my role, but I was seeing all these gaps in things that we weren't doing. And I started activating in all those roles, and I started just doing brashly. And I got my hand slapped over and over again and was told, you know, Tyler, we didn't bring you in for your brain to think about new things. You have a role. Do your role. Get it done. And so I quickly became a, a, an employee that was very easy uh, to let go, and that's ultimately what happened. And I think that was the, that was the raw side of my activator. And, and my first business that I started uh, was very much um, – me-centered. I had to do this because I didn't want to work for someone else. I wanted to make my own path. I was not going to let anyone tell me no anymore. So, 
you know, I started this thing and I took the thing that was just uh, the path of least resistance and I had some background in construction. It seemed like a very easy thing to do. Um, I didn't feel like the competition was that savvy with business and marketing skills. So I jumped in and that, that was really the raw thing of, of, you know, like you said, it was very impulsive. Um, I resonate with that, Kurt, when you're talking about the impulsive start. I was um, just very selfish with it. And I'm definitely not uh, one I would call mature with this theme now, but but like you said, uh, the, the strategy and being, as I've developed in this, where I'm at now is I've learned that there are common threads through my life, and it's kind of led me more to what do I really want to do? And, and my entrepreneurial efforts as of late have been a little more centered on this is what really matters. These are the people that matter the most to me. This is what I really want to contribute in my community, in my world. Um, and so it's kind of shifted into who's going to do this with me? Is it more centered in ultimately what we want to accomplish? So I definitely, I definitely have seen over the last few years my activator theme uh, develop into something that's a little more on, on track with that. Tyler, what slows you down if you have to slow down? My wife. <laughs> okay. Good, no, I good. think you know. There's you. It's so critical that 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 you surround your people, you surround yourself with relationships that that kind of show you your blind spots. I have as an activator, there are so many blind spots because I'm not really looking backwards ever. Um, and so I think the thing that slows me down are, are, are relationships, friends, uh, my wife okay. for sure is one of those that can say, do you realize that you're running over people as you're moving forward with this? Um, I, I, I don't have a lot of empathy. Um, my, my stuff is always, let's do something 10 minutes ago. We're going to make the path as we walk it. Um, so that's probably what slows me down the most are those relationships that are able to point out the blind spots. You know, one of your one of your other signature themes is maximizer, and I have maximizer too. My maximizer often makes me procrastinate. Oh man! It slows me down because I don't. I'm afraid I'm not doing it well enough. I have this pretty high standard, and if I, I want to. I'm so in, my quality to some degree slows me down sometimes. So I'm just interested in kind of how your how your maximizer affects your activator. Yeah, absolutely. You said earlier one of the maxims from an activator was don't put off today what you can put off tomorrow. My maxim is don't put off today what you can put off altogether. Um, <laughs> but this is the thing that I, I often say that I was diagnosed with activator and maximizer 11 years ago. Um, and this is the thing that drives uh, my team crazy here. My, uh, I have a business partner you know, for the last five years. It drives him nuts because I have all these ideas and we can be experiencing all these great things and launching new things, and nothing's ever good enough. So it's, re it's really tough uh, to, to be someone who is starting all the time and then constantly noticing that you're never going to be the best at that, so why even bother? So that's, that's kind of the negative side that I, I, I look at. But, you know, as we talked about, Maximizer can also, it also brings a bit of focus to what we're doing. And that's, that's where we're at now, where I've seen some of that maturity with Activator is my Maximizer is is kind of narrowing me in. I want to be the best storyteller that I can be. So that's that's um, kind of narrowed my good things that I've started. So yeah, I think that's a good example of how sometimes I talk about finding a theme that can kind of temper the edge and finding a theme that can sharpen the edge. 
because sometimes yeah. we need that. Well, sometimes we need more. Sometimes we need less. And I think that's what we're really trying to kind of understand as we think about these themes one at a time, helping people realize they have some control of how they how they might leverage it more or leverage it less. Yeah, absolutely. And Kurt, just to recap that, so which which themes, either specific to Tyler or just in general with Activator, which themes kind of contribute the most to temper? Um, well, I think I think I mean I think there's lots of them. Here's some that I thought of. I thought about strategic. I mean, uh, I think a strategic. Uh, if you have a strategic partner, they can help you think about the routes that you might take before you immediately jump on a on a, on the road that's in front of you. I think sometimes mm -hmm. adapt or uh, activators will take the road that's in front of them, and it might not be the best road. So a strategic person can do that. I think I've, I think I've heard man, I've heard managers say that, Kurt. I hired the person. That was in front of me, available, and two weeks into it, I thought I hired the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, they, you they can, just didn't open up the options before they before they struck the iron. Yeah, yeah, that would be the opposite of activator. Another saying, haste makes waste. Mm -hmm. Sometimes haste makes waste, and uh, so uh, I think a person. Uh, I think it'd be great if a person with activator also had woo, because I think sometimes. People will allow you to push them if you were a bit more. Jim is, Jim is celebrating in the background. Yeah, yeah, Jim. See, I never feel he's, like Jim is, is is you know runs over people, but partly because he's smiling and and he's kind of charming. So he probably is running, pushing us and and running over us sometimes. But it it feels kind of good actually. But I think that can kind of soften the edge of activator, which which so that people don't think you're crazy or or people that. Don't think you don't care about them when just because you you know how to push with the uh, you take a little bit of edge. I think to some degree harmony. I think people with activator create momentum. I think with people with harmony know how to kind of maintain the momentum mm -hmm. of a team after the launch. How do we keep staying in flight here? And I think people with harmony can kind of help to maintain the momentum that activators create. Yeah, no, that's that's helpful to hear. I know Daisy um, in the chat had actually asked kind of that question about other barriers, vulnerabilities, and I think this helps to really think about how to how to buffer that. Talk a little bit too, Kurt, about um, how you sharpen it. So for yeah. Tyler, he's talked about ways he's seen it mature, but again, his maximizer wouldn't let him say he has matured it. His maximizer made him say, <laughs> "I haven't perfected it yet." But what are what are themes that, that and I know he he has some of these. But what are themes that really help sharpen that activator to make it um, really powerful? I think maximizer is one of his themes that I can see how that helps his activator yeah. because it it causes him to be become more selective in what I do. I don't just do everything. I'm going to do the things that I do best, that we do best, that I have the best chance to kind of. Uh, maximize my return on investment here so it almost becomes almost a, a financial thing but I think maximizer is one uh, I think achiever is a great thing uh, when people have achiever with activator it's not only they know how to start things but they can finish it as well they they kind of uh, have that to some degree I think if you have activator and you have command both of those things it's kind of like one plus one equals three there's a lot of energy that comes and some things Sometimes it's it's hard to get something off the ground. I, I always talk about the effects of gravity. A lot of times people will say, well, it's not rocket science. I think some things are rocket science. It takes a lot of energy to get it off the ground, and so if you've got somebody who's got activator and command, they might be able to get really big things off the ground, even when there's kind of resistance to that to that change or to that uh, initiative. 
Yeah, and then I think also futuristic. To some, sometimes when people have futuristic, they they can help people get a picture of what it's going to be. Mm. So that the push has a it's it's the reason why I'm pushing. Futuristic, I think, can add value to the push when people can explain why am I pushing you? Why am I pushing you to get started? There's this destination we're trying to get to, and to some degree, it makes people willing to be pushed when they get a picture of a better future. Yeah. Well, and like you said earlier too, Kurt, not all activators are entrepreneurs, or nor do all entrepreneurs need to have activator. But I know for you, Tyler, you mentioned even your futuristic, the ability to do what Kurt just said. Kind of the big picture, here's where we're going, your other influencing themes to say we're going to get there, but your activator to say let's go. Talk a little bit too, I know as you, Kurt, and I were chatting yesterday, um, I think some, something I've, I've heard a lot from people I've talked to who are activators, and, and you resonated with this, is you can be um, kind of categorized with that barrier label of you're a starter, but you're not a finisher, right? Yeah. And what sticks to you from probably the time you were a kid is, I want to be a finisher, right? I don't want to be somebody that leaves things undone. Talk about the evolution of that, even from when you were a kid, but even some freedoms you found when you started Napkin.tv of, you know, is are, is it okay to be the starter and to bring on some people on the team to help finish? Yeah, absolutely. I, that's That's been a stigma that, that I've even carried with me personally is, you know, even as a kid, I, I did absolutely everything. Athletics, speech, music, drama, everything, you know, every extracurricular activity and I had the freedom to do that I was raised in an environment that really encouraged that uh, but even you know even even my parents I heard at a young age like Tyler why don't you ever finish anything you you start seven projects at a time once you finish one then move on to the next uh, and I don't think they mean, meant anything by it but it's always carried that with me like well I can't finish things or I don't finish things and as I've grown I've realized you know I probably finish just as much as everyone else I just start ten times more things than you <laughs> Uh, you know, I get plenty of stuff done around the house. It just doesn't look like it because I'm doing 20 things at once. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, even as we've gone, and, and, and you know, you mentioned with our latest uh, venture here with Napkin, I was faced with a situation a few months ago where we had experienced a lot of growth um, in our first few months, more than I think we'd anticipated. We are kind of kind of at a, a flux where we had to bring some people on. And there was an immediacy to... Uh, some task-oriented jobs. We need to build this team because our product's growing, we're, we're serving more clients, we're scaling. So the immediacy was, let's get some people in that can get the job done. Um, but because of the history of myself, annoying myself and, and others on the team, I realized we're not going to be very good at scaling. We're not going to be good at taking this where we ultimately want to go. I felt a little short-sighted. So I took a little bit of a gamble and I brought someone on essentially to to lead that team because I know that's not me. I know that I'm I, I, I start this thing. My role here is to keep pushing us and I'm not gonna be the guy that's, you know, in the weeds, so to speak, getting these products out the door. So we took a bit of a risk, essentially brought someone on to lead a team that didn't even exist yet. And I said, hey, you you take this because I know, you know, my strengths just do not sit well. Um, and so, you know, I it's we'll we'll see how that turns out. But I'm I'm really excited about it. It's um, I think for the first time, really leveraging who I am, the team around me, our gifts, and knowing where can we take a risk and where does that risk, where is it going to pay off? So it's a very calculated risk, but I don't know if that answers your question. You know, I, I think it's kind of interesting. You, you, we talked yesterday about how you you developed. How does Activator develop, I think? And I think to some degree it's genetic, but you talked about, I think it was your dad and your grandfather. Both were people who kind of 
started things. Yeah. So you had role models for things that started. You might also have a, a connection within you that 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 is this activator theme. But I, I think to some degree, when people are thinking about how do we develop more of this in people, in kids, part of it is, I think, letting kids observe people who start things to some degree, helping mm -hmm. them to, I think that's part of how this emerges in people. Yeah, I think I think the environment is so important. Like I said, I, I, I grew up, I've never seen either of my parents work for anyone a day in their life. Uh, my, my family had a, a, a restaurant. My dad got sick of that when I was at a young age. He loved gardening, and he said, I'm going to start a, a greenhouse. Took out a loan, and you know, here we are 28 years later, and he's a very accomplished you know, horticulturalist, very respected. Uh, my uncles have all started things that they enjoyed. Uh, my grandpa was a serial entrepreneur. Although none of these guys would ever say they were entrepreneurs, they just did. They just instinctively <laughs> did what they wanted to do, and I think it's so important. Like that was the environment that really shaped me. That I I learned at a young age: if you love something, you can go do it. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. I think I look around today, and that's just not that's not the sentiment of a lot of people. We live in a very controlled, safe environment. You you do this, and here's the next step. And there's there's not uh, there's not a lot of room, you know, societally speaking, for people to 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 take risks. So I, mean, I think it happens, but I think, you know, as we think about coaching activators around us, it, it really is important to put them in environments where they can do that. Give and them I frameworks. Go ahead, Kurt. What I, what I hear kind of coming through that is, is, is I hear activator, but I almost more I hear self-assurance. It's I want to be my own boss. There's a kind of a sense of independence here. I, I don't want to be controlled. I want to have some control of my destiny. So I, I think I think you've got strong activator, but but when activator gets paired with self-assurance to some degree, I think that's when innovation and uh, initiative does does kind of occur. And that's kind of what was missing at one point in your career. You felt like you didn't have have some control and independence. Yeah. Absolutely, and you were talking earlier about there. There's, there might be a lot of teams out there that are that are kind of low on the activator, on the activator strength, and and that's because they're probably in its raw stage. They're horrible employees. I know that <laughs> of myself, uh, but I think it is so important is for for teams to to figure out those places where activators can fail. Because what you're not going to do, you're not going to stop them from starting things. And in my role in the nonprofit world, that's what happened. I, I, I just instinctively started acting. And because I didn't have a framework in which I could do that or fail, I became just a horrible, disgruntled employee, and it didn't work out. But I think we can really leverage that if, if as coaches and managers, we, we figure out where can this guy fail? Where can we just turn him loose? Um, and I think that's how we kind of foster this environment where we can really start to develop activators. Because, like you said, it's it's a very sharp it's a very sharp theme. It can also be about this that you know all activators are entrepreneurs. I think it's also about where is initiative needed. Like my mm. wife has activator. It's one of her dominant themes. She's never been an entrepreneur. She's never but she's used her initiative her kind of proactive nature to really be good at selling stuff. Well, and, and Jim, I know you were, you were celebrating when we said, you know, woo, woo and activator, but, you know, we did the very first call to coach, and Kurt, you know this, but we just, we did it with Brent O'Bannon, one of our coaches. It was just ready talk, which is a conference dial-in, no video, and within moments, Jim's activator kicked in, came downstairs, and he's got maximi maximizer high too, but he said, we can make this better. Let's yep. let's do it. You know, and you heard that activator, he was again down here in moments saying, Let's do it with the smile on his face. And again, knowing he was talking to me, a maximizer, and going, You said better? Let's all right, let's make it better. 
you know. But, so. but what I would have done, though, I don't have Activator. I have Maximizer. I probably wouldn't have gotten it started until I had it thought through. All, and I think to some degree it's easier to steer a move, something that's moving as opposed to something that's just sitting there. Yeah. So I think that's a great example. We, we got started. It wasn't perfect the first time, but we kept getting better. Well, and, and Jeremy, that actually started as a seed I planted with Paul Allen a year before, uh, a year ago, just this last February, when I said, Paul, we could do some really cool training and education and community building if we would do something like this. And that kind of planted mm -hmm. the seed in him that I worked on for a couple months, and then I kind of gave up. I thought, well, it's not going to really happen. We'll, I'll find another way to get this done. And when I heard, I mean, the day before I heard we were doing this, I said, oh, i got to get involved in this. Yeah. And I, I didn't, you're right, I didn't take any, um, I didn't slow down. You guys were on, and I was sending you emails, uh, you know, like, oh, we can do better. And then I came down and saw you, and immediately you guys put me on a team. And the reason we're doing Theme Thursday and the reason we did Call the Coach is because the activation in me just could not do it. So and I, also, I you know... You also know a lot about technology. It's about knowledge and skill as well. Yeah. It's not just about yeah, that. <laughs> no, and I think that the piece you're hitting on too, Kurt, and then Jim, I don't know if there's questions or if we need to wrap, but um, the, the, thing you, the, the thing you brought us back to, and I think, again, when we do you know, the next 33 of these to get through all 34 themes, is you know, themes are not, they are not a standalone in a vacuum. Um, there was a recent article where I think it was talking about um, governors or, or state candidates, and it was saying their top theme, would you rather have a woo candidate or a responsibility candidate? And I get where they were going with it. I like that it gave you know Clifton Strength Finder some great you know PR out in the media as we're trying to reach a billion people. Um, but Tyler, like it, with your story, you're not just an activator. You know, you're, that communication and futuristic and maximizer, I mean, this, those themes work together to really enable you to be who you are, and Kurt, I think is you you've been talking about that. I know we'll hear that with each of each of the 34 themes, mm -hmm. but it's important for us to know not everybody's activator is going to look the same. But man, there is a lot of good when we think about it from that standpoint of initiative, start, take ideas, put them into action. Again, our definition of entre entrepreneurship, um, you know, take take an idea and turn it into a customer. It's it's turning nothing into something, and I think activators in the world help us do a better job of that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I often say these themes don't tell us exactly what you can do, but they tell us how you're going to do whatever you do. And obviously, Tyler's success is always going to be about his, his drive to get things started, his sense of initiative and adventure and his desire to make things better, not just by talking about it, but by doing something. So I think that I don't care what he does, whether he gets out of the film business or goes back to building or does something else, that's always going to be at the core of his success. He's not going to be a person who wants to just sit around and wait for something to happen. He's going to be a, a someone who gets the ball rolling as a catalyst. Jeremy, we did have one question, and we do need to wrap this because we're coming up on our time here. And uh, we'll, we'll give uh, folks an opportunity to continue this dialogue with some technology here. But, Tyler, what was a, a time maybe when you activated and it didn't go so well, the, the blind spot, the failure, so to speak? And I know as activators, we fail a lot. I mean, that's just one of the things we do. We try, we fail, we go on to the next thing. Can you give an example of, uh, of maybe when that happened to you and, and, and how your other, your other themes may be compensated for it? Uh, my first business did not end well. <laughs> I... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, it, it did end well. Uh, I, I knew it was time to get out, and I thought I, I thought I got out in a in a in an okay environment, but it, it left me with just a ton of debt. 
Um, and so I think I think because I was running so hard individually that that raw state like I I just wasn't I wasn't paying attention to people around me. I wasn't really paying attention to anything other than my own, you know, kind of internal desire to just keep keep pushing with this thing. And I think had I seen that, I would have, you know, could have ended that a lot better. That reminds me of an, of another maxima here that I think is an activator maxim. It's easier for it's easier to ask for forgiveness than for, for permission. <laughs> And yeah. I, I I think that's kind of how how I think sometimes activators probably approach life. I can I can say I'm sorry, but I don't want to have to wait for permission to get started. Well, with that, I think we'll start coming in for a landing. We're at the 45 minute mark, and it's just amazing how when we do this, how fast uh, these things go. We uh, we are trying to discover that cadence too for the show. It's the first time we've done it, and kind of how we work through the questions and how that works. Jeremy, uh, I've got a couple things to announce, but anything yeah. that uh, you need to talk about before we go? No, I think, again, I think this is a good start, and again, hopefully just helping educate people more around what this theme looks like, how it can be productively used, and as you said, Jim, we're excited to uh, to commit. I know, Kurt, your responsibility said you were going to do it, so we're going to know it's going to happen, but that we'll get a chance to uh, to continue to plow ahead with, with doing these um, to get through all 34. And then, Jeremy, let's highlight Call to Coach next week because I think we've got a big one on our hands uh, coming yeah, next, next Friday. Next Friday, again, those of you who may be new um, to this platform, uh, we do something called Call to Coach twice a month where we interview strength coaches, so people that are using the Clifton Strength Finder um, are really around development of leaders and teams. We've got um, two of Gallup's uh, scientists, uh, Dr. Jim Harder and Dr. Jim Asplin, um, both of these gentlemen were around with Don Clifton working closely with the development of the tool um, as it's continued to evolve as we've done research around strength-based teams and the domains. Um, they're really able to, to kind of help us understand why this tool works, why when somebody takes it for the first time there's just something that resonates with them. Um, all those questions you know, that, that come up often, do people need to take it again if they change jobs? You know, The quick answer is no, but these guys will help us really understand what and how and why, um, you know, to where we came from, but also where we're going with some of the new um, instruments and research we're doing, even around strength-based, um, you know, families and the idea around entrepreneurship and just all the different pieces, whether it be job search or education, um, they're going to be able to kind of tease out a lot of a lot of the research and things that are in their heads. So that should be a great call next Friday noon central. That's the 21st of March, and then Kurt, why don't you talk about the 27th of March, the next theme Thursday? What's the uh, what's the theme? The next theme is deliberative. It's uh, almost the uh, complete other end of the spectrum from Activator. So yep. we'll we'll be going the different direction. These are people who know how to wait. These are the brakes that slow things down if we have to. So uh, we we thought about that one for a while, right? I mean, it was kind of hard to come <laughs> to a conclusion. And... <laughs> I thought it was a great combination. <laughs> then, it's actually um... two themes that don't go together too often. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, Kathy, I think it was, said she'd like to see a few more gals come on uh, Theme Thursday since it's an all-guy cast. Do we have some ladies uh, quite possibly lined Absolutely. up? Absolutely. We're going to be having some of our uh, Gallup consultants, other Gallup consultants who will be a part of this. And uh, In fact, most of those are women. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So it's coming. It is coming. And I, uh, yeah, it was Kathy. So I appreciate you uh, with with that comment. We do want to remind uh, everyone that if you want to get access to all 34, that was one of the questions that we had came, that came through the chat room. 
how I know I've got my top five, but how do I get all 34? That is just available uh, for an additional purchase out of the Gallup Strength Center. Just go to gallupstrengthcenter.com. Of course, you can send us your questions uh, via email after the show if you'd like to, coaching at gallup.com. Uh, Kurt is CSF guy at, out on Twitter, so he uh, he is out there as well. And if you'd like to converse with him that way, that is a great way to do it. I want to thank uh, Monica as well. We did hashtag CSF chat during the show, and there was some stuff going on on Twitter. We want to uh, ask you to join us out. Just follow at StrengthsFinder. A lot of what we're doing here is going to be announced using that at StrengthsFinder handle on Twitter. Love you to join us there. And then I've been putting this in. Uh, let's continue the conversation because there's lots of stuff to talk about here. In 45 minutes, we just can't do it all. We'll take the conversation to the Call to Coach Facebook page. That page is open for coaches and strengths enthusiasts or anyone who has questions. It's a private group. I have to let you in. It's just to keep the spammers out. But go to facebook.com slash groups slash Call to Coach. That will get you in as well. And, of course, this is available for replay, both audio and video, out at the, the, uh, the coach's blog. Go to coaching.gallop.com. Dot com. That's really the site where everything is at. So if you didn't catch any of the other links, head out to coaching.gallup.com and we put all the links there. Tyler and Jeremy and Kurt, thanks for uh, spending some time with me today to do Theme Thursday. We'll do this every other Thursday for the next couple months and see how that goes. We want your questions and your feedback, so send us if you have questions along those lines. Plenty of ways to get in contact with us and to do that. Thanks for coming out on a Thursday. We'll see you next Friday for Call the Coach. Thanks for coming out, everyone. <laughs>